the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good son Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And it happened, Lundy. We nailed another one. Five leg money line parlay. And they're glorious. They're a wonderful little exercise, uh, especially when you have a heavy slate. And we got another one of those. And I'm going to fire off another five-legger tonight, see if we can go two for two back to back. But telling you, folks, if you haven't engaged in the money line parlay yet, it is a great way to boost your bankroll overall, especially for teams that are quote-unquote at home. I know it's more of a neutral court environment during these COVID times, but if you can string together, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, however you want, many teams that, you know, are at home and are anywhere between maybe a five-point to a 12-point favorite, man, you can kind of get rich quick, can't you? You can. Last night was glorious with that money line parlay, but you know, I'll tell you what, Brad. I also took some of those games we were talking about yesterday on the Fade Five. Did some alt lines, yeah. put those together, and last night, oh, so glorious, Boomer Sooner, <laughs> a useless, a meaningless dunk at the end of the game with about four yes. seconds left. Oh, I had an alt line of fifteen and a half, and that beautiful dunk, Brad, gave me a, an opportunity because Oklahoma lost by 15 and they covered my alt line oh oh what a glorious night sometimes the back door slaps in the ass other times you just kick it down and that's what you did last night with a thunder dunk in meaningless time oh it's that's a glorious thing when you're on the right side of it it's a wonderful euphoric feeling when you're on the wrong side of it, uh, boy, are you down in the dumps Ooh, in a hurry. It, it hurts. hurts bad. It, it's very painful. Look, if you want to get in on any of the college basketball action, or uh, you might have heard it's a super wild card weekend in the NFL playoffs. You want to talk about playoffs? Yeah, that's right. Football's playoff starts this weekend, and there's no better place to get in all that action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you haven't checked out the app yet, there is no better time to sign up Then right now, and to celebrate the most exciting time of the football season, DraftKings is giving you a chance to double your money. All it takes is one touchdown to be scored during Saturday's football games. That's right. Once you opt in and place your bet, all you got to do is sit back and wait for a touchdown to roll in. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code F. T-N when you sign up to have a shot at doubling your money if a touchdown is scored in one of Saturday's football games. That's code F-T-N for new players to get a shot at doubling their money for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to Thursday's Fade 5. Number 5. All right, as we said, it is a loaded slate of college basketball goodness tonight. And there is nothing more entertaining, I think, right now in college basketball than watching the Gonzaga Bulldogs, Lundy. And I think you would not uh, dissuade anybody in that assessment and that uh, description because they are just a joy to consume. And they get BYU tonight. And you know what I'm doing? Auto sledgehammer on the over. Uh, and the total is at 163 right now. I can chop around a little bit. Uh, you might be able to get a half a point there or 
they were here or there, but in, in DraftKings Sportsbook, it's 163, and I still love the over here. Look, Gonzaga, number seven in adjusted tempo in college basketball. And BYU, uh, they relish a brisk pace, too. They're not as quick, but number 94 in adjusted tempo, they will roll. They will ride with that up-tempo style. The Zags, number one in the country in offensive efficiency, netting a ridiculous 1.222 points per possession. They're shooting over 65% inside the arc, and they generate a second Second chance opportunity on 34.8% of their possessions with Drew Timmy inside in particular cleaning up there on the offensive glass. Jalen Suggs also likes to get his nose dirty in those situations. Now the Cougs, they're not slouches, uh, particularly along the arc. Over 41% of their shots come from three. They converted a 34.5% clip. And Barcelo individually is one of the most prolific three-point shooting uh, guards in the country, netting 63.4% from downtown. That is ridiculous. 63.4%. So you pull it all together. I think the Zags are going to get a hundo tonight. Uh, it's just a matter of what will BYU do, and this is a you know a, a borderline NCAA tournament team as an at-large contender, so they should hit 75, 80 points. I mean, I, I think this 163 total could get annihilated in the end. So fade or follow my over Gonzaga BYU 163. The fact that this number at some spots uh, started out in the even lower 160s shocked me, Brad. I expected this game because, again, BYU is not a bad team. I expected this number to maybe be at like 166, 167. So to see it even at 163, even though they're, as you said, you can shop around a little bit. um, But even to see it at 163 surprises me because I think this number by itself should probably be three or four higher. And, yes, I think they're going to blow past this. I do think this is a game that Gonzaga can drop a hundo on the scoreboard. So then it's just a matter of what BYU does. Gonzaga favored by what, 17, I think, in the game. Uh, 17 and a half is what the spread is at DraftKings. So Gonzaga is going to take care of business. But if BYU can put some points on the board, which I think they can, this is not a bad team, um, then this is going to easily crush this number. Break out the Peter Gabriel. Let's (laughs) sledgeham this thing. Yeah, points should be a plenty in Spokane. Number four. All right, let's talk Iowa and Maryland in the Big Ten. And I'm going to go ahead and take the Terps plus six. I keep riding with the Terps and they keep failing me. Uh, But I got a good feeling tonight that this game is going to be tighter than most people anticipate. Of course, Iowa ranked inside the top 10 in popularity polls. But, man, they are loosey-goosey defensively. Teetering a line of uh, number 100 in adjusted defensive efficiency on the season. Uh, You know, perimeter pressure is non-existent for Iowa in particular. They're giving up 38.8%. In Big Ten action from three-point land, that is dead last in the conference. Uh, Maryland, meanwhile, netting 37% as a team from downtown within Big Ten play. So Ayala, Scott, Hart, Hamilton, those guys should be able to drain multiple threes and keep this one close. Uh, I also like the athleticism in the front court of Maryland, a matchup. I mean, Luca Garza is going to go out and get his, right? He, you know he's going to drop probably 30, grab a, you know, a dozen boards, and have a bloody nose by halftime. But if Maryland can at least match blow for blow inside, which I believe they have the horses to do so, this one should be pretty tight. And whoever also wins this style game here at Lundy, I think is going to be critical. Iowa, we know, loves to 
to run. They're all about transition. Uh, meanwhile, Maryland, number 216 in average possession length. Uh, they want to try to keep this thing in the half court. So if they slow down the pace, I think they will, again, keep this one under the six-point margin needed. So give me the Terps plus six against the Hawkeyes. Fade or follow. I love you. Just keep going back to the well. I do. Go back it's to the poisoned. well. You I keep, keep drinking chasing. from it. Right, exactly. You keep chasing these terrapins. Brad, it's a turtle. You should be able to catch it by now. Come on, <laughs> man. I'm going to fade you on this one. I actually think Garza and company get this done, uh, and I think that they covered, uh, as you said, I mean, uh, Luca's going to get his. He's going to get his points. He's going to get his rebounds. Uh, but I'm not sure that this Maryland team that um, you know is not good at forcing turnovers, uh, this team to me feels like a game that Iowa it's going to be close and I get this feeling as much as there was that uh, backdoor uh, help that we had last night at least for me on my alt line I get the feeling that tonight might flip the other way and this is going to be a close game that Iowa then stretches out and gets past that six so I'm going to fade you I think Iowa covers it and Maryland is on the short end of the stick oh do not let me down again Terps Number three. All right, let's go to our MonkeyKnifeFight.com Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day in the NBA presented by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Go there right now. They got all of the player props imaginable for the NBA, for the NFL, heck, even college sports as well. And if you use that promo code FTN, again, promo code FTN, you get a free $5 game on the house as a new user. It's just more or less over or under on all of your easy-to-follow stats, whether it's uh, yards, whether it's receptions in the NFL, fantasy points as well, and in the NBA, points, rebounds, assists. Uh, just the typical stuff there. Go there now and have an MK effing good time at monkeyknifefight.com. Look, you and I love the PRAs, points, rebounds, and assists combined, and the line for D'Angelo Russell is 31 and a half, and you know what I'm doing. I'm going over on this one. It's all about matchup, man. The Portland Trailblazers, uh, they are allergic to playing defense. Uh, we have realized this now, what, for multiple seasons? As good as Dame Lillard is, uh, there are some severe shortcomings on the defensive end for this team as a collective. Portland right now in the early going, number 25 in the NBA in defensive efficiency, giving up 1.112 points per possession. And you look at Russell, he's only got over this. In two of seven contests this year, but he's averaging 19.1 points per game, three rebounds per game, 5.4 dimes per contest, and 31 minutes per game. Uh, had an off day yesterday, so should be good to go. Should be a heavy workload, high usage rate, and a game that will be breathtaking in terms of pace. And I think he will find a way, you know, throwing all that together and have a buffet of goodness for your betting bank account. So, fade or follow. D'Angelo Russell, 31 and a half points, rebounds, and assists combined. What do you think? I think that Portland has got a lot of legalized substances, <laughs> and I'm a little concerned that maybe the team has been dabbling in that, wandering around the downtown area. Uh, yeah, Portland doesn't know how to play defense, uh, and it's 
part of the reason why they are three and four on the year. As you said, as good as Lillard is, uh, the rest of that team has got to figure out how to play on the other side of the court uh, and play some defense. So, you know, we love the PRAs. Yesterday, you talked about the points with Jeremy Grant. I told everybody to not only take the points, but take the PRA. He hit both um, in yesterday's action. And I think D'Angelo Russell is lined up to do the same against a Portland team that's given up 118, uh, 117.7 to be exact points per game. This team is just is not right. Uh, and I'm not quite sure that they're going to get right in this somewhat shortened season. So take advantage of the defensive matchups. This is like you do in fantasy football where you sit back and you say, OK, I want whoever's going up against this particular crappy defense. <clears throat> Looking at you, Houston Texans, uh, you uh, you know, to take those kind of matchups. Well, that's the case right now in the NBA. And Portland is one of those teams that is just being way too giving uh, on the defensive end when it comes to offensive stats. So be looking for those points, those rebounds, those assists, or all three put together with the PRA when you're facing Portland. I'll take Russell. I will follow. I think he's going to crush this number. Yeah, the Blazers really are the $2,000 stimulus check. <laughs> that's what, That's exactly what they are. Uh, very generous in terms of what they allow to the opposition. Number two. All right, let's go back to the Big Ten, and let's go to Madison, Wisconsin, and pop a couple of cheese curds. Uh, I'm on the Badgers. Minus seven and a half against the Indiana Hoosiers. Look, Indiana is absolutely dreadful offensively. They're number 10 or below in six offensive categories in Big Ten action. Uh, Wisconsin, meanwhile, the polar opposite, number two in effective field goal percentage offense so far in league play. And, you know, the biggest key here is that Wisconsin isn't careless with the basketball. Very judicious, uh, very careful when they have the rock in their possession. They've only committed a turnover on 13% of their possessions, and Indiana really feeds off of those miscues. Uh, They force a turnover, a league high 19.1% of the time, but I think it's going to be a struggle for them to get those transition opportunities and convert on some of those easy buckets. Uh, The Badgers D in the post, also critical in this game uh, because Jackson Davis, again, he is the engine. He is the heart of this Indiana team. Uh, Indiana as a group shoots just over 54% inside the arc and, you know, right around 55% of their points uh, are generated by those uh, two-point Shots. So, you know, the Badgers, number two of the Big Ten in two-point percentage defense, should be able to neutralize him. And then if Trice and Potter and Davison, who all shoot over 42% along the perimeter, if they're draining threes, uh, I think Wisconsin wins this thing by double figures with ease. Could be just like the Minnesota game we saw recently. So give me the Badgers minus the 7.5 against the visiting Hoosiers. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one and folks jump on it before the line can change because I think that Wisconsin, I, it wouldn't surprise me if prior to tip off, this number doesn't move. Um, yeah. Should be so, like nine or 10. It seems like to me. Yeah, it, I, I would agree with that, Brad. And again, I know that I, I know we've talked about how this home court is really kind of like a neutral court, but there is something to be said for being at home. I think there's a comfort level for these guys, even if there isn't the, you know, rowdy student section and all that kind of stuff that we've come to expect from college basketball. I do still think there's a comfort zone. So I think there's there is still some value to that home court, especially for these teams that shoot lights out. Um, and the Badgers are a good shooting team, and yeah. it's the reason they're in. The, that's the reason they're ranked in the top ten. I think Indiana's in trouble in this one. I do think Wisconsin wins this one. My my gut is a ten or eleven point win. Um, so I think this is a comfortable number to be able to jump on. But do it before tip off. Do it before this number can change. 
bet on Bucky Badger. Number one. All right, last but certainly not least, let's go to a, an early tip. So this game tips at 3 o'clock local time. That's Mountain. So 5 Eastern, 2 Pacific, Colorado, and Oregon. And I'm on the buffs here. I'm going to lay the minus two against the visiting Ducks. Uh, you know, CU is back from a three-game road trip in which they went one and two. They lost to Arizona, lost to UCLA in a tight game, uh, beat USC there in L.A. I still think when the dust settles, it's going to be an upper echelon Pac-12 team because they've got balance across the board. Number 30 in the country and defensive efficiency, and they are shooting 36.6% from beyond the arc in Pac-12 play, and they cash in early and often at the free throw line as a team, Lundy, shooting 85% along the charity stripe. As an Illinois fan, that's refreshing. (laughs) I wish Illinois could do that. Or if you're like a Rutgers fan and some of these other teams that struggle on those freebies, that is certainly not the M.O. of CU as they can really trample the opposition, again, on those opportunities. I think all they got to do is this. They pound the rock inside with Evan Batty. And that will then force the kickout game on occasion. And, and again, when you have all these sharpshooters and Horn and Schwartz, uh, you know, I think they could really get it done there. All those guys shooting over 40% along the perimeter. Limit the transition buckets as well. Let, uh, you know, McKinley do his thing as the floor general. And I think the, the Colorado Buffs are you know, probably going to win by five, maybe even upwards of seven points in this one. Oregon, to me, has played really sloppy so far in Pac-12 play in the games that I have witnessed. So fade or follow, CU minus two against the Ducks. If they can hit from outside, Brad, the Buffs are going to take care of this game. If they have one of those cold nights or one of those where it takes them a little bit to get going, you know how sometimes we see teams that start off, you know, one for eight, one for nine from outside the arc, and then they're playing catch up the rest of the game. If CU is hitting from the outside, I have a feeling I'm I'm going to follow you on this one, but I have a feeling that we're going to know early in the game. Um, whether or not CU is in that type of rhythm mm. or not, because mm. if they are hitting from the outside, I think the Ducks are in trouble um, because CU, um, you know, they're tops in the Pac-12 when it comes to making three pointers. Um, so to me, this is a game that I feel like if we see them hitting from the outside uh, and you know how much I hate the Ducks. Uh, so <laughs> if, if we see them hitting from the outside, we're going to be smiling this afternoon. And, and again, Brad mentioned it, guys. This is an early game, so if you want to jump on this one, get on DraftKings Sportsbook right now because, as Brad said, this is a 5 o'clock Eastern time game, 2 o'clock Pacific. So if you want to follow us on this one, make sure that you jump on it early. Yeah, and a little bonus time. Here's another five-leg money line parlay. Let's see if we can do this in back-to-back nights. Uh, Give me SMU against Cincinnati. Give me Wisconsin uh, against those aforementioned Indiana Hoosiers. Colorado State hosting a rancid UNLV team at home. Illinois traveling in Northwestern. I don't see how the Wildcats have any answer for Kofi Coburn. So give me the Illini straight up. And Stanford going up against the worst Power 5 team in college basketball. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Mike Hopkins, Washington Huskies. So if you take SMU, Wisconsin, Colorado State, Illinois, and Stanford straight up on a five-leg money line parlay, it's plus 242 at DraftKings Sportsbook. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me, at Noisy Wavos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this program. And check out FTNBets.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNFantasy.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score 10% off your subscription today. And as always, until next time, 
Fade or follow. That is up to you. Fade the noise.